Praise the Lord. We're going to keep Amen. We serve a good God. Amen. I said we serve a great God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. We are redeemed. How many know that we are bought with a price? Anybody been bought with a price in here today? Hallelujah. Say, neighbor, I've been bought with a price. Talk to your neighbor. Say, neighbor, I've been bought with a price. Hallelujah. I'm valuable. Hallelujah. Can y'all hear me all right out there today? Hallelujah. 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 Giving honor to God who is the head of my life. His son Jesus to the precious Holy Spirit. Hallelujah to all of my father's children that covers everybody. Amen. My wife, ministers, deacons, everybody. Amen. Amen. Anybody grateful for God today? There is a lot going on in the world today. Amen. But how many know that we still need God? In times like these, we still need a Savior. Can I get a witness? Hallelujah, hallelujah. If you still need him, say, I still need you, Lord. Don't say, oh, hallelujah. Say it again, I still need you, Lord. I still need you, Lord. I still need you, Lord. I still need you. I still need you, Lord. I still need you, Lord. I still need you, Lord. We're going to have us turn to, we're going to be in a few places today, but we're going to start with Matthew chapter 17. Hallelujah. We're going to start at the 14th verse. Hallelujah. Let us, amen. Hallelujah. I'm glad to be here. Amen. There was a cliche that says, I'm in the land of the dying, headed to the land of the living. But the word says, I'm in the land of the living right now. Hallelujah. I'm in the land of the living, headed to more to life ever after. Amen. You got to live before you die. Amen. Amen. And Jesus said, I come to bring you life. Hallelujah. And I'm glad I'm alive. Amen. Anybody glad that you are alive today? Say, I'm glad I'm alive. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. 
thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. But please, God, lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Father God, we hear your people. God, it has already been prayed and has already been proclaimed. God, for you to send your word. Your word shows that whenever the people want your word, you send your word. Father God, someone needs a word today. Father God, we all need your word. Father God, some may not know that they need the word, but the, but the answer to their prayers is in your word. Father God, somebody has been praying for something to happen, but oh God, but they don't know that their answer is in your word. Father God, they're looking for you to speak directly to them. God, your voice is in your word. Father God, somebody is looking for you to take action right now. Father God, action right now is in your word. Somebody, oh God, needs something to handle and be handled in their home, God. God, the answer and the solution to that problem is in your word. Somebody, God, is going through something tough right now. That solution, God, is in your word, God. God, we come right now, God, as your people, God. Father God, allow your Holy Ghost to arrest our minds, to put us on one accord in preparation for your word. God, we are here to hear your word. But God, but let us not be hearers of your word. Help us to be obedient to your word and be doers of your word. Oh God, so that we may get according to your word. But Father God, if we don't do according to your word, we will have what your word says we will have. Father God, we need you, God. Father God, if there be any sin in the midst of the house today, Father God, I please, I beg you, God, forgive us of our sins. But God, please show us the error of our ways that we would repent, God, and change and live righteously for you, oh God. Father God, help us to thirst after righteousness in this day. Help us to thirst after you, Father God. Help us to have a desire for you that surpasses every piece of understanding, oh God. Help us to, to reach out for you and to long for you like we long for money. Help us to long for you like we long for love from, from our fellow men. Help us to long for you, God, like we long for the, for the job and long for the cars and long for treasures. Help us to long for you, oh God, like we long for a healing, like we long for a breakthrough. Help us to long for you, God, in the name of Jesus. Father God, as we are here and I am here, God, I ask you to have Daniel full under decrease, but have Jesus Christ increase to your people in word, deed, power, and insight. And in Jesus' name, let the church say amen. amen. Starting at the 14th verse of Matthew chapter 17, and it reads, And when they were come to the multitude, they came to him. There came to him a man, a certain man, kneeling down to him and saying, Lord, have mercy on my son. Hallelujah. Somebody may ask God for mercy for something else, but have mercy on my son, have mercy on my daughter, have mercy on my, on my, on my wife, hallelujah, on my husband, God have mercy. For he says, Lord, have mercy on my son, for he is a lunatic and sore vexed, for oftentimes he falleth into the fire 
and often into a water, into the water. And I brought him to thy disciples, and they could not cure him. Jesus. Then Jesus answered and said, O faithless and perverse generation, how long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Bring him hither to me. And Jesus rebuked the devil. Hallelujah. Where it says, and Jesus rebuked the devil. And he departed out of him. And the child was cured from that very hour. Then came the disciples, hallelujah, to Jesus apart and said, why could not we cast him out? And Jesus said unto them, because of your unbelief. For verily I say unto you, if you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, ye shall say unto this mountain, remove hence to yonder place, and it shall remove, and nothing shall be impossible unto you. Somebody shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Today I come to preach to us about when you need a breakthrough. Hallelujah. You may take your seats. When you need a breakthrough. Anybody in here need a breakthrough today? Talk to me, church. Anybody need a breakthrough? But, but I've learned that it's not a breakthrough that we're looking for. We just need something to break. You, you need something to break off your back. You just need something to break. You got to struggle. But you need something to break. Have you ever been there when you needed something to just break? Talk to me, church. I ain't by myself. Have you ever just needed something to, for God to just come through, but you just didn't know how it was going to take place? God, I need something to break. I need something to break. We, 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 we have uh, in this scripture a man who has a child. Hallelujah. The Bible said it was his son and he had brought his son to the disciples and the, his son had a, a spirit on the inside of him, but he didn't know how to handle it. And I want you to know today that coming, coming to, the, 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 to the disciples, even to Jesus, wasn't his first choice. Hallelujah. How do I know that? Because oftentimes it isn't our first choice. When there is a sickness in your body, who do you go to first? You go to the doctor. You go to the doctor and you ask the doctor for all types of what, whatever you think, doctor. And the doctor will give his diagnosis. And, and the doctor sometimes will prescribe medication. Sometimes he'll describe, prescribe therapy. He'll just, he may even have you go see another doctor. And sometimes when it's something that's out of his, his, his scope of knowledge, he will send you to a specialist. Can I get a witness? And, and sometimes when you go to certain specialists, even certain specialists don't know what to do. So they send you to another specialist. Amen. Hallelujah. I remember one time I had a problem with my teeth. My teeth were real loose, so I went to the, to the dentist. I went to the dentist. He said, you need some deep scaling. You have to go below the gum line. 
and my teeth were still loose. So he said, I got to send you to another specialist. I got to send you to another dentist. I sent him to that dentist. He said, I got to send you to another dentist. Hallelujah. It was called, I think it was an ortho, orthodontist, where my jawbone line was deteriorating. They had to go deep down below my teeth and build up my jawbone line. But even then, he wasn't for sure. Sometimes you can go to, to specialists and they aren't sure as to what to do. Hallelujah. So you do the next best thing. Hallelujah. And I hate to call it the next best thing. Sometimes when you run out of choices, sometimes we, we fall into the way of the only choice that I got left is to pray. Hallelujah. But what happens when prayer at home don't work? Can, can y'all talk to me today, church? What happens when prayer at home don't work? We got some children that we done prayed and prayed for. They're not sick, but it looked like they done gone stone crazy. We many of us, I'm trying to be real with us, but you don't want to be real with me. Some of us got children. Let me put it like maybe you got some nephews and some nieces, not in your house. That they, they, they are just look like they done lost their whole mind. And in this day, in this 2024, after all we done been through in 19 and 20 and 21, it will look like somebody will want to find their mind and get right with God. It will look like that them, them same children who, who were thinking that their lives were over back in 20, wondering when they were going, if they were going to die, look like they would have a can of act right and act right right now. We got some adults still ain't acting right. Can I get a witness? We got some of us in here right now that still ain't acting right. We have that temporary act right syndrome when things are going bad. But what happens when things don't ever get good? When things don't ever turn in your direction? You begin to say, well, I done tried praying at home. Let me go to the church house. Can I get a witness? There's some folks right now on Facebook. They are thinking, maybe I should have came to church today. Yes, you should have came to church today. But I'm here to tell you, sometimes even coming to church, we treat church like a lot of the tickets. We come in here, we, we say, well, maybe today I'm going to get my breakthrough. We scratch off a, a piece of prayer, a piece of song, and we hope we're sitting in the right seat. And we're thinking, well, I'm waiting, God, I'm here. And nothing happens. And you go home and say, well, that didn't work. You better talk to me. I'm telling y'all, no, I'm telling the truth. That didn't, that didn't work. And somebody said, well, keep coming. Next thing they said, well, talk to the deacon. The deacon pray. You said, Lord, that didn't work. So go up to the altar and talk to the pastor. You tried that. Come on now. But that's the reason. But listen, Mr. Shirley. All along, we've been trying Jesus. We've been praying, talking to Jesus. 
We've been asking the deacons to intercede on our behalf. We've been talking to the pastor about talking to Jesus on our behalf. But what happens when, it, when everybody done prayed and it looked like prayer don't work? Hold on now. We in the word here. The word here tells us that Jesus said the reason why some things don't happen is because of unbelief. That, that, that when, the, when somebody comes to us, it ain't whether or not if they believe, it's the, do you believe? There's the one that's praying, are you the one in belief? We are so quick to say, well, you didn't believe is the reason why. No, maybe you didn't believe. You're the one that says, I got a I gotta way to get my prayers answered. I got a personal relationship with the Lord, and whenever I call on him, he does answer. But what happens when God don't answer for me? Through you. Through you. Put your sanctified self. What happens? What happens? Sometimes we have to do something that's totally different that we're not used to doing. Sometimes what we have got to do, like Jesus was telling them, he said, there are some things you have got to do yourself in a different way. When you have no other choice and maybe it look like God ain't answering, Jesus said what you got to do in, in, in company with praying is that you got to faith. We, we are in a fast right now. And somebody in here today needs a breakthrough. But them, some of them same folk don't want to fast. Can't say amen, say ouch. Don't want to don't wanna fast, don't want to pray, barely come to church, don't want to sing, don't want to shout, don't want to stand, don't want to do nothing, but you want to stand still and wait on God. But God said, if you want this to break, you got to learn how to pray and fast. But what is fasting? Fasting means you got to deny yourself everything that you think you need and place what your desires are in the hands of the Lord. The man told God, he said, help my unbelief. He said, I believe, but help my unbelief. This is how you strengthen your belief. You got to know how to fast and pray. Turn with me, please, to Ezra chapter 8. Hallelujah. Ezra chapter 8. Thank you, Jesus. In Ezra chapter 8. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. The word of God. Ezra went into prayer. Thank you, Jesus. And there was a problem. Let us, let us start at verse 18. And by the good hand of our God upon us, they brought us a man of understanding of the sons of Mali, the son of Levi, the son of Israel, and Shabiah with his sons and brethren 18, and Hashbiah, Hashabiah, and with him 
Jeshiah of the sons of Mir, me, okay, his brethren and their sons twenty, and also the Nethanims, whom David and the princes had appointed for the service of the Levites, two hundred and twenty Nethanims, all their were expressed by name. Then I proclaimed a fast at the river of Ahaviah. And that we might afflict ourselves before God to seek him a way for us and for our little ones and for our substance. For I was ashamed to require of the king a band of soldiers and horsemen to help us against the enemy in the way. Because we had spoken unto the king, saying, The hand of God is upon all them for good that seek him. But his power and his wrath is against all them that forsake him. So we fasted and besought God for this. And he was entreated of us. We see here, Ezra had faith in God. Do we all here have faith in God? But yet, sometimes we talk a big game. We talk about how we know God got us. We talk about how we know God will heal. Talk about how God will fix it. We talk about how God will never say no. We talk about how God is a very present help in the time of trouble. But what happens when you have to stand on that? Can I get a witness in here? What happens when you have to stand on that? Ezra, he and the people, they were getting ready to go on a journey back to take treasures on behalf of the king. But where he was going, it was going to be a treacherous journey. And there were going to be enemies around him every which way. But he knew that he needed, he wished in his mind, maybe I, was, I made a mistake. Maybe I should not have been so, so quick to tell the king I don't need his hand. But I done told the king that the hand of God is upon me. Sometimes you got to go, you have to go into a fast to remind yourself that the hand of God is still on you. Sometimes we put too much trust in everybody and everything. But when you say you know, sometimes you have to go into a fast to encourage yourself again that, yes, my God got me. Yes, my God can handle it. Yes, my God will guide me. I know you got authority. I know you got money. I know you got substances. But my God got everything. And as when the word of God, if you keep reading, it says that while they journey on safely, Meanwhile, there were, he didn't know that the enemy was lurking in the bushes because they somebody the word got up that they had treasures and that they had they had money and they had gold and things of that nature. Sometimes when you are fasting and you put your trust in God, that's exactly what it is. You have to put your trust in God and let God do the rest. Hallelujah. When you don't know what else to do and you need God to break through for you, you got to put your trust in God and say, God, I'm going to deny myself. We got to be so uh, we got to stop being so greedy. 
We got to stop being so greedy. We worried about me and about me and mine and my house and what can I get? How can I be pleased? Well, sometimes you have to put your lustful desires on hold. I'm coming hard and heavy today. We got to put our lustful desires on hold because believe it or not, some of us lust after food. I can talk. <laughs> because sometimes when you say, ooh, I sure can't wait to get there. Ooh, I sure can't wait to have that. I don't care what it costs. That's what I want. But that's what we do. When you will satisfy our lustful selves, but yet we want God to do it. But we won't deny ourselves. So God can do it. How bad do you want it? How bad do you want it? Do you want God to fix it? Or do you want him to, to, to let you do what you want to do? Let you do your thing while he do all the work. Sometimes when we don't know what work that needs to be done, we got to fast and we got to pray and we got to fast and we got to pray and we got to do it together because we need something to break. Bible here tells us in the book of Joel, he says, sanctify a fast and call a solemn assembly among yourselves and gather all the elders and, and, and gather all the inhabitants of the land and come to the house of the Lord and cry out to God. He said, you need to fast and cry out to God together. Because it'll be then when that which you think can't happen, God will make happen. Jesus here told the, the, the man, when he says, help my unbelief. He said, through fasting and prayer, that which looks impossible will become possible. Because you know God can do it. I don't know how, but God, I know you can. Somebody said, God, I know you can. Hallelujah. Bible here tells us of another instance. Sometimes we got things going on in the land today that we wondering when God going to fix it. Maybe you need to fast for it. I can't get no help in here. We want God to help out, help these young men on the streets. I hear Minister Brent talk all the time. We got, we losing so many of our young black men. Well, when are we going to fast about our young black men? When are we going to proclaim a fast? Maybe you're waiting on the pastor to do it, but you know you can do a fast in your own home. Talk to me, church. You worried, you, you're so worried about our children. You're so worried about our community. We're so worried about our black heritage. Well, why don't you fast about it then? Why don't you pray and fast? You're wondering how are we further ahead? Why don't you fast and pray about it and see what happens? See, won't God do some shifting? See, won't, see, won't God do some moving? See, won't God do some dividing? The prophet said, come together in God's house. But in the, in the book of, 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 of Jonah, there was a nation called Nineveh. God had told, told Jonah, he said, I want you to go down there and prophesy and tell them that in 40 days, I'm going to wipe them out. Jonah said, I ain't going down there because to me, it ain't worth it. 
and he tried to run. Want me to tell you, you can't run from God. When God has put you on an assignment, you can't run from God. And so he had to get trapped into the mouth of a fish. And the Bible says he thought he was in hell. But while you are in hell, sometimes God got to break you in order for something to break. And so he had to get down into the belly of the fish. And he thought he was in hell. And when God broke him, then he began to worship God and give God the glory in the hellacious place. Sometime in order for God to come through for you when the conditions seem like you are in a place called hell. It is that place where you got to reach up and call out to God and say, God, I'm ready for you. God, I need you to do it. Break me, God. I'm broken. Sometimes you got to let God break you. Hallelujah. So the word says he goes. He gets out of the mouth of the fish and he goes and he began to prophesy before he even got to the town. He started telling them, he said, in 40 days, you're going to die. And there were some people that heard him before he even got to the city where the God said they broke out and started a fast. And then the king heard about it and the king heard what was happening. And he told the he put out a declaration. He said, I want everybody to fast. I don't even want the animals to eat. Because we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna fast. We're not gonna eat anything. We're not gonna drink no water. We're gonna sit here. We're gonna call on God. We're gonna plead on God. We're gonna beg God that He will have mercy on us. Help us get rid of these sins in our life. And the Word of God says that right after Jonah had finished prophesying, and the people was fasting in the middle of that fast. The Bible says that the people were wanting God to change his mind. I'm here to tell you today, if you want God to change his mind, when you want God to change judgment, when you want God to fix it in your community, sometimes you got to fast and pray. And maybe your fasting and praying will cause the community to fast and pray. And when that happens, that'll be when God decides, you know what, I'm going to change my mind. And when God changes his mind, guess what will happen? Sons will act right. Daughters will do better. Husbands will come home. Wives will do right. Everybody will come into the subjection of the Holy Ghost. Why? Because you done fasted and prayed. But we need a breakthrough. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Some of us, some of us got something called enemies. I can't get no help in here. Some of us, whether you like it or not, everybody got some enemies. Well, you know it or not. Hallelujah. I'm talking about the fleshly kind. Amen. We got some fleshly enemies. I'm not talking about the, the, the evil spirit. I'm talking about the human enemies. There are some folk just, just don't like you. Let's just tell the truth. Some folk, you ain't did nothing. You ain't said nothing to them. But folks just don't like you. Praise the name of our God. But then the word of God reminds me that David said in, in the book of in Psalms 35, he was, he, was, he was so mad with his enemies because he didn't know what he had done to them. He didn't even recall that when his enemies were sick, he fasted and prayed for them when they were sick. I'm here to tell you something today. If you want something to work out, sometimes you have to fast and pray for folk that don't even like you. I don't know about that one, Pastor. You don't know. You just don't know what I've been through. We can we can cry out and say, "Yeah, you're right," but the Bible says what the Bible says. 
I told you today, if you want your answer, it's in the word. And we say yes. And I'm here to tell you, if you won't get some things worked out, and we got to pray for our enemies and something, we got to fast for them too. Sometimes, he did rewind, but sometimes we got to pray for our enemies and we got to fast for them too. Because it could be. The reason why they are so nasty with you is because they can't handle what's going on in their lives. We don't know what's in somebody else's household. We don't know the reason why sometimes folk come into the church and never say good morning, never say hi, never have a smile, always look at me, always talking nasty. It could be they got problems in their home and they don't know what to do, but you can't talk to them. So what you need to do is go to God in secret prayer, but also fast for their behalf. But God says, whatever you do in secret, he'll do it openly. And guess what will happen? Next thing you know, that person in their home, that problem, God will fix that problem. He'll break what needs to be breaking. He'll give them a breakthrough. And all of a sudden, they'll begin to smile one day. Next thing they got good words in their mouth. And when they see you, they'll hug you. When they see you, they'll bless you. Why? Because you fasted and because you prayed. If you want God to break it, if you want God to send you a breakthrough, we got to learn how to fast and pray. David says his knees have been sore. Hallelujah. He's near about starved to death. Hallelujah. Have mercy, Jesus. Some of us don't even know what that's like. Some of us don't know what that's like because we got so many options today. We're so free today. We got, we got internet, we got good jobs and benefits and savings accounts, 401ks. We got, we got, we got food link, we got food stamps, welfare, Medicaid, Medicare. We got all these good things. We, we got, we got, we got food covers. We got the bread ministry. We got, we got clothing ministries. Whatever we need, the needs are met. But what happens back in the old days when they didn't have no food, when they couldn't find no clothes, when they didn't have no firewood, when they didn't have no coals, when the storm was heavy and the winters were cold, they didn't have no other help. The children were hungry. The cows were mooing. The chickens were clucking and everybody was hungry. The lake was frozen and everybody was thirsty. What did you do? Somebody had to say, God, I don't know what to do, but I've been praying, but now it's time to start fasting. I'm going to give up whatever I got left because God, I need you to break it. And you got to learn how to get on your knees, even get down to your face. And, and the scripture said the folks will put on sackcloth and ashes. Sometimes you got to take off them nice clothes you got on and put on something that don't represent your beautiful self and get ugly before the Lord and get down on your face and say, God, here I am. Here I am, God. I need you to break it. If you need something to be broken, say, God, I need you to break it. Somebody say, break it, God. 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 If you want them to break it, how bad do you want it? Are you willing to fast for it? If you want them to break it, will you, are you willing to fast for it? We got to do some fasting today. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I'm here to tell you today something about fasting and praying. When you, if you are living, if you're not living right, hallelujah, when you're not living right, sometimes you don't even know what you got to do. You don't know what to use. Something just ain't right. I don't know what it is. Something just ain't right. In order to get yourself realigned, we got to learn how to fast and pray. Because when you do, when you get yourself in right alignment, 
guess what will happen? When you get in trouble, God even knows how to have your enemies fast and pray for you too. Y'all don't want to, you don't want you don't believe me? Turn to the book of Daniel. Hallelujah. In the book of Daniel, there, there, there was a, Daniel was made a supervisor over what the king had said that he would be in charge of. It wasn't just him. It was a bunch of folk. Daniel 6 chapter. And in that 6 chapter, it was a, a decree. They didn't like Daniel. As I said, sometimes people just don't like you. And they will do things to attack you. But I'm here to tell you today, even when there's some folks that don't like you, God knows how to put favor in the heart of an enemy. And the word of God says that, 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 that a decree went out. said that if anybody don't, don't, don't praise the king, they don't do what the king wants in his decree. They would have to be put in the lion's den. And the word of God tells us that the king liked Daniel. But when the king heard what Daniel was doing, the king fell into agreement with the rest of the of the woes who didn't like Daniel. And he said, put him in the lion's den. He was so mad at Daniel that when they put the rock over the over the over the over the cave, he took his signet ring and he put his signet on the rock. And he made the rest of all of the supervisors and the rest of the units put their signature, their ring on the rock, which means you can't move this rock no matter how long it's there unless the king that signed it said move it. But little did you know, the king couldn't sleep that night. And the word of God tells us because he couldn't sleep, he went into a fast. He went into a fast where he didn't drink no water. He didn't eat no food. And guess what? He said, I don't want to hear no music. Sometimes you have to pluck out the noise. When you want God to come through for you, you got to get rid of the noise. But here, this was David's enemy. And God put it in his heart to fast and pray. And he was so concerned. But then early on the next morning, he went down to the, to the cave. And he asked Daniel, are you still there? Did your God save you? And David cried out, oh, king, live forever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You got to know how to call out and tell him that God did it. You ask God to do it. God did it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. God did it. God did it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm coming. I'm, I'm, I'm almost there. Hallelujah. And the word of God says, but still, we're still dealing with this father who he got his son. And he didn't know what else to do. And But there's another instance, hallelujah. Sometimes when you don't live holy, hallelujah. When you don't live righteously and you are living for God and you're treating God's people right. Sometimes you still need to fail. Hallelujah. There was a man by the name of Cornelius. Hallelujah. Over in the book of Acts chapter 10. Over there, Cornelius, he was a good man. He was a Gentile. He was a centurion. Hallelujah. And the word of God said that, that, that he was a man of prayer. He was a praying man. But he also, he gave alms to the poor. He knew how to take care of the poor. But God pressed into his spirit that he needed to fast. He needed to pray and fast. And he needed to send for the word through the man of God. Sometimes when you just don't know what's about to happen, things could be going good. This tells me when you have a good prayer life, God will give you warnings in advance. But the problem with some of us is we don't have a good prayer life. And we wait till the last minute before we begin to take action. But this man had a good prayer life. And God told him, I want you to send for a man named Peter. And little did he know that Peter had his own struggles. Sometimes who God will send for you got their own struggles. And 
God got to deal with them before he can send them to deal with you. And the word of God says, the word of God says, when he came, uh, Peter talked to Cornelius and he said, you know, I'm not supposed to be here because Jews don't hang around with Gentiles. He said, but God sent me here. And Cornelius said, and I'm glad about it because when God told me to send for you, I was in prayer and I was fasting because it was something that I needed and I didn't know what it was. Sometimes when you don't know what it is, but you know you need something. You got to know how to fast when you don't know what it is. But you know God said you need something. Go to God and fast. You got to pray for it. Keep fasting. Keep praying. Keep fasting. Keep praying. And when you get to the church house, when you hear the word of the Lord, you will hear the word tell you everything that you need. Sometimes you got to fast and pray for the man of God, that the man of God will hear from God. If you want a word, you got to fast and pray that the man of God will speak on behalf of God so your prayers can be answered, so you can get a breakthrough, so you can get a break. Who needs a break in here? Who needs a break in here? Somebody said, I need a break. I need a break. If you need a break, shout me, Lord. Shout me, Lord. It's me, Lord. The man of God came. The man of God came. Hallelujah. And when the man of God came, he realized one thing. It was the word that showed him. Out of everything he had, he needed the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Sometimes what you're missing is the Holy Ghost. You've been fasting and praying. It looks like things are okay. It looks like everything ain't worked out right. It looks like you keep running into brick walls, but you're living right. You keep being talked down to, but you're living right. You keep being treated bad and ostracized, but you're living right. But here's the thing. We got some good people that are living right in their minds, but they don't know Jesus and they ain't got the Holy Ghost but in order to get what God got the Bible tells us if you want to get anything from God you got to go through Jesus in order to get to God you got to reach to Jesus and Jesus said if you come to him you got to believe that he is that he is the Savior that he is the Redeemer that he is a provider. That he is a take care of. He is all that you need. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Somebody say, yes, he will. We here. We here. This son. This son. Sometimes. When you're in a struggle, when you don't know what it is, you got to fast and you got to pray. And what God will show you, sometimes it will, it will be something that you haven't even thought about. Sometimes when you think that it's your enemies, it ain't your enemies. Sometimes it's think it's you. It ain't even you. Sometimes you think it's something that your children did. It ain't even your children, what your children has done. Sometimes it's on your, it ain't even what you, what on your job. But it's on through fasting 
and praying that you will find out what God would have you to do. And the Bible says that when they brought the man, the son to Jesus, Jesus prayed, but Jesus had to speak to something. He didn't speak to the boy. He didn't speak to the father. He didn't speak to the disciples. He just said this kind comes out through prayer and fasting. And then he identified that kind because Jesus don't need to fast and pray because he got all power. He got power to quench those 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 fiery darts. He got all power to hold up a shield and a buckler to cast away those fiery darts of the wicked one. But at the end of the day, the problem was it wasn't the son. It wasn't the father. It wasn't the disciples. He had to talk to the devil. Sky will tell you that it ain't nothing you know of. You have to get spiritual and fasting and praying. It's spiritual work. It's spiritual work. When you fast and pray, you'll get God to put the devil out the way. When you fast and pray, God will give you a language that ain't on this side. God will give you a language where you can speak to the enemies. God will give you a language where you will speak that devil's talk. Well, he'll hear you, but it won't be you. You'll be speaking from God, and you will speak to that devil. Like Jesus spoke to Peter when he said, get thee behind me, Satan. Get thee behind me, Satan. You got to know how to talk to that devil. When you're looking at your husband, and your husband is acting crazy, fast and pray, and he'll give you the talk. How to talk to them spirits. Get thee behind me. Get thee behind me. Get out my children, get out my car, get out my house, get away from my job, get away from me, get me behind me. There's power when you fast and pray. There's power when you fast and pray. Anybody needs some power? Anybody needs some power? Anybody needs some power? Fast and pray, fast and pray. Fast and pray. If you need to be broken, you need some things to break. Fast and pray. He'll break it. Just wait on him. He'll break it. Won't he do it, church? If you know he'll break it, somebody show yes he will. Yes he will. Yes he will. Yes, he will. Yes, he will. Say yes, he will, church. Say yes, he will, church. Yes, he will, church. Somebody, somebody that's fasting. Somebody that's praying. I need them to say yes, he will. Shout yes, he will. There's a type of faith that you will end up having when you fast and pray. It ain't like what others talk about. Mama may have done it. Mama may have fasted and prayed. Daddy may have fasted and prayed. But something happens when you fast and pray. Something happens. There is a power that goes beyond any power. When you fast and pray, there is an authority. There is an anointing that will rush in when you fast and pray. Why there's anointing? Because the anointing, it breaks the yoke. You need something broken. Fast and pray. And the anointing will break the yoke. When you need a breakthrough. 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 
when you need a breakthrough. Some folks ain't just fasting for a building. Some folks fasting because they got some things going on in their lives that they can't seem to shake. And you're fasting and praying because you want God to move it. You want God to break it. God, I've been struggling with this, and I need you to break it. Break it, God. You need your finances fixed. Fast and pray. He'll fix it. But you got to trust him. you got to believe him. He'll do it. Won't he do it? Somebody say, yes, he will. Hallelujah. 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 Make a focus somebody. But there are sometimes when you're fasting and praying, and you're praying and fasting, while you're fasting and praying, there will be a praise that'll well up in your mouth. You don't know why you're doing it, even in the midst of it, in the midst of tough times, you will shout hallelujah. In the midst of tough times, hallelujah. When you know God gonna break it, you'll praise him in advance. Is there anybody in here? They got an advanced praise, they got an advanced worship. I'm going to worship you right now. I'm going to praise you right now. Because I'm fasting and praying. Because in the end, when you break it, when you bring me out of it, it won't be needed to be broke again. Thank you, Lord. Somebody shall thank you. Hallelujah. 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 Hallelujah, Jesus. Hallelujah, Jesus. I'm reminded when Jesus, when he before he started his journey, the Bible says before he went out on his journey, he came down. When John was baptizing, and he said, one is coming, of whose shoes I'm not able to lace up. And then he said, behold, there comes the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And when Jesus showed up and John baptized him, the word says, when he came up out the water, the whole of the clouds opened up. And the Holy Spirit descended like a dove, landed on Jesus, and said, this is my son, of whom I'm well pleased. And the word says, uh, when he left the water, he went to the wilderness uh, and he fasted uh, and he prayed. Uh, he fasted uh, and he prayed. Uh, the devil tried to attack him. But I'm here to tell you, in the midst of your fast, uh, in the midst of your praying, uh, God will send his anointing. Uh, God will send his power so you can defeat the enemy. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? Uh, Somebody show yes he will. I'm cool. I'm cool. Stand to your feet. Stand to your feet. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. If you know somebody that need to be saved, you can't talk to them. 
but you can't fast and pray. God knows how to get through the folk, but you got to fast and pray. Can I get a witness in the house today? Can't God do it? Won't God do it? Can I get a witness in the house today? Can I get a witness that yes, God will? Yes, God will. Hallelujah. If you know God can give you a breakthrough, just say he'll break it. He'll break it. He'll break it. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Lord, 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 I want you to help me. Oh, Lord, Lord, help me, Jesus. Hallelujah. As the doors of the church are open, maybe you are here today and you haven't give Jesus Christ your life. Today is your day. Don't worry about tomorrow. You need some help. You need something broken. You need a breakthrough. Help me, Jesus. Help me. Help me, Jesus. Or maybe you are the individual that's been searching. You done backslid and you're ready to come back and you don't know how to do it. You can come on back. We still got a place for you. Hallelujah. Jesus will help you. Help me, Jesus. Help me. Help me, Jesus. Help me. Maybe you need a church home today. Today is your day. We're not a perfect church, but we serve a perfect God. They can help you. They can fix it. And if you accept Jesus, he will give you the Holy Ghost. And he'll let you know when to pray and when to fast. Help me, Jesus. Help me. Help me, Jesus. Or maybe you need prayer today. Raise your hands if you need prayer today. Help me, Jesus. Help me. Help me, Jesus. Help me. Help me, Jesus. Help me. Help me, Jesus. Sing with me, church. Help. Sing it softly. Help me. Help me, Jesus. Help me. Help me, Jesus. Help. Hey! Help me, Jesus. Help me. Help me. Come on, everybody. Help me, Jesus. Help me. 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 Help me, Jesus. Let us pray. Father God, in the name of Jesus, God, we thank you for your word, God. Father God, many have raised their hands up that they need prayer. And God, I'm also a candidate that needs prayer. Because God, I know no other help but you. Father God, I come right now, God, interceding for others. For say, as I'm interceding for them, God, maybe somebody might intercede for me. But God, I'm coming, God, because somebody, oh God, needs you. Somebody got some private stuff. And they need it worked out. They are they, they they don't know how to pray, and they are afraid to fast. But Father God, I beg you, oh God, Father God, allow the Holy Ghost. Father God, if they say they know Jesus, help them to confess Jesus with their mouth. And oh God, when they confess it, when they call on Jesus, we just finished saying, God, help me, Jesus, help me. God, when they ask for Jesus, and you send the Holy Ghost. Father God, let things in our house be broken. Let yokes be broken. Let minds be set free. Let demons be freed from their bodies, from their houses, from their children. Father God, do it, God, that you get the glory. Do it, God, 
those so that you get to honor. Help us, God. Help us right now, God. In the name of Jesus, we at St. Paul, God, we need you. We they never stop needing you. God, we need some. We need some more people here, God. God, many of us are dying, God. Father God, and we need some younger people. God, we need some laborers. Your word tells us, oh God, that when we need to, we need to for some laborers. Pray to you that you will send for some willing workers. Father God, send some, oh God. There ain't no age limit. There ain't no age restriction. You know what your body needs. Send them here, God, in the name of Jesus. Send them here, God. Father God, and get our hearts ready. Touch our minds. Touch our hearts. Put us on one accord, not just with each other, but with you, through your word, in the name of Jesus. God, we're calling for your help. We know you can help us. We know you can help us. We know you can do it. We beg you to do it. Do it, God. Help us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Right now, God, in the name of Jesus, help St. Paul. Heal St. Paul. Deliver St. Paul. Deliver our children. Heal them in the hospital. Heal them at the house. Heal God. Rescue their minds. Rescue their spirits. Remove that devil. Get rid of that spirit. That evil spirit. That lying spirit. That troubling spirit. That hell-raising spirit. Get rid of it, God. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hey, God. In the name of Jesus. Break them yokes. Break those burdens. Break them, God. Break them, God. Break them, God. Somebody came. They got the answer. Help them to praise you. Help them to trust you. Help them to magnify you. Help them to give you glory. Because you are worthy. You are awesome. You are he who sits on the throne. You are he that got all power. You are he that can't be defeated. You are he. They got all power. You are he. They got an everlasting reach. You are he that speaks. When you speak, the, the demons got to tremble. You are he. When you speak, the rocks got to move. You are he. When you speak, the sinners got to bow down. You are he. When you speak, God, everything your word says, every knee will bow. When you speak, you are he, God that every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ, that Jesus Christ, yes, you are. He's Lord. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name, amen. Help me, Jesus. Help me. Help me, Jesus. Help me. Come on, church. Help me, Jesus. God's help. Say, God, I need your help. If you need God's help, say, God, I need your help. Say, God, I need your help. 
and for both hands and say, God, I need your help. God, I need your help. God, I need your help. Help me, Jesus. Help me, Jesus. Hallelujah. Put your hands together and give God a hand of praise. Hallelujah. Yes, he is. He got what you need. He got what you need. I'm saying again, he got what you need. How many know that God got what you need? If you are a living witness, I know he's talking right. I know the pastor's talking about God got what we need. Yes, God. We all have our communion in our hand. Hallelujah. Stand one more time for me, please, as I pray for the communion. Father God, in the name of Jesus. God, I just thank you, God, for this time, this solemn time of communion. God, we want to thank you. Jesus said, when we do this, do this in remembrance of him. And there were so many sacrifices he made for us. He even sacrificed his life. Till he went all the way to the cross and he took my sins with him. When he laid on the cross and he was raised and he hung his head and died, he prayed for me before he died. Oh God, thank you, God. When he asked for you to hold back your head, when he said they don't know what they're doing, God, I want to thank you for listening to him way back then, for even for right now. Because even today, many of us still don't know what we're doing. We think we know everything. But if we don't have you, we don't know nothing. And God, we thank you for those of us who have accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. But God, he didn't just stay on the cross. But when he went and died, he took our sins into the grave and he left them there. And early on the third day morning, he got up with all power in his hands. Glory, hallelujah. I wasn't there, but not only do I believe it, I know it. I know that he got up with all power. And he showed himself as evidence that he got up. He showed the nail prints in his hands. He showed the, he showed the, the piercing in his side. He told one to put your hands in it. Oh, God, I want to thank you, oh, God, that out of his side came blood and water. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. But the good news is he's on his way back. That's what I'm also remembering, that he's on his way back and he's given us more time in this. Tomorrow may not be promised, but he gave us another chance today to get it right. And God, I beg you, oh God, if we're not right, help us, oh God, to forgive us, to ask you for forgiveness right now again. Before we take this communion, before we don't drink damnation unto our souls, in the name of Jesus. Father God, so God, I ask you to change this cup from a carnal use to a spiritual use, that the bread may represent the broken body of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, but that the but that the juice would represent the blood of our Lord and Savior, of which in it in it contains the New Testament in His blood that He died for me too. Thank you, God. Glory, Hallelujah, in Your Son Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You may take your seats.
26 of Matthew 26 says, and as they were eating, Jesus took bread and blessed it and broke it and gave it to the disciples and said, take, eat. This is my body. Let us get it in your hand. Are we, are we not ready? You want to wait on her? The Bible said do it together. So we're going to wait on her. Let me know when you get your bread in your hand. Hallelujah. I serve a good God. I said, I serve a good God. Amen. Let us all eat together. Peel back the cup. Once we have all done it, let us all drink together. Give God a hand of praise and tell God, thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. Put your heads together. Amen. We're doing something a little bit different. We're going to do the announcements right now. Amen. Come do the announcements, please. Amen. Give her a hand as she comes back up. Amen. Give her a hand. Come on, give her a hand. Praise the Lord. We thank God for the word today. We ask you to receive it in your heart. Carry it with you. Act upon it. Our announcements for today. Let us keep our sick and shut in in prayer. Zanya, daughter, granddaughter of Glenda Jackson. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. In prayer. Brother Banks of St. Scrong Hospital. We extend our sympathy to prayers to Minister Britton family in the passing of her nephew. Birthday celebration this week. Deacon Harold, Sabrina McKnight, and June Hannah. June Hannah sent a, her daughter have a card that she wanted to be read uh, for her birth, for her mom's birthday. Thank God for you on your birthday and always. Amen. But she, just celebrate with her. And say happy birthday to June Hannah for that. Amen. The missionary department still have calendars, church calendars for sale. Please purchase one and, and send to a family member. Please see Ella Jackie Chandler and Sister Barbara Nesmith. Young adult of St. Paul Believers Holding this Church present their annual scholarship banquet. March 17th at 3 p.m. Sweetbriar, 288838 Ridgewood Avenue. Please anyone for please see anyone for tickets. They are $50. Also, there will be a fashion show and two categories. One Sunday's best and two casual. See any committee member if you would like to participate. Young Adult Scholarship, we do it every year. I think we might have missed during the pandemic. But they're asking you to purchase a ticket. Starting Friday, 7, March 7th, and ending Sunday, March 10th, will be the Men's Day Celebration. This is this coming Friday evening, 7 p.m., St. Paul, 
the men's were like was St. Paul as a whole. Male and female come out on Friday evening at seven o'clock. Let's praise the Lord together. Don't let the guests come and you at home. Look on the screen, you see the speakers. Uh, there is a tea that will be at God's Vision Ministry, March 9th. Anyone who would like to purchase a ticket, the tickets are $20, please see me, which will be next Saturday, Saturday the 9th. Please see me, and if you're going to want to go, you have to see me today, because I'm calling it in on tomorrow. Thank you. On Friday, March 29th at 7 p.m., Pastor Fuellen and the church family are invited to God Vision Ministry, 292 Hudson Avenue. The new Bible reading are next though in the fellowship hall. And after this, uh, we'll ask you to keep all announcements in mind. Pray for the sick and shed in. Pray for each other because we are family and we need each other. We have a card from a thank you card from, from the Martin family. To my sis, to my St. Paul family, the Martin family, thank for each and every one of you for your prayers, kindness, visits, and cards. We appreciate everything that you have done. May God bless and keep you all in his care. Thank you. We love you all, the Martin family. We ask you to keep them continuously in prayer. Now we are going to turn it back into the hand of our pastor. Praise the Lord, church. If we can ready to go, you come on and stand to your feet. But I just want to clarify something real quick. And that is, as, as she just mentioned, we have um, Elder Leon Tate coming Friday, as you saw on the screen. And um, Elder Gerard Johnson coming Sunday morning. This is for this is not just for the men. This is a just a men's conference. But just as women, when you have yours, we want the men to support. We're looking for everybody to support us. Amen. Amen. And also, too, in regards to the announcements, as you see, we tried something different. But one thing that was asked a few weeks ago that you please turn your announcements in by calling Sister Fuellen in advance at 585-314-8045, 585-314-8045. Because if you hand them in on that day of Sunday, I'm telling you today, we're going to stop reading. We've been giving you some grace, but we're going to stop reading them. Amen. You, you've had plenty of time of bleeding. Amen. Because we're trying to be orderly about it. Amen. Amen. All right. May God, God be with you. God, I'll be with you. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we want to thank you, O God, 
for allowing us to come into your place of worship, to be taught by you, to be to allow us to participate in praise and worship, to hear our prayers, read scripture. We're also thanking you, O oh God, for you sending us your preached word. Father God, we beg you, O oh God, to let it keep us, O oh God, not just through the week, but your word says, give us our daily bread. God, we have enough for today. But God, help us to, to, to be inclined to stay in your word every day that we may feed our souls as we feed our bodies, oh Father God. In the name of Jesus and oh God, as we get ready to leave this leave this location, Father God, we ask you, oh God, as we, as we bring our tithes and our offering, oh God. Father God, we ask you to bless it according to your word that there will be meat in your house. Whatever the church need, it will be there. Father God, but also whatever we need, oh God, your word said you are supplied even in our house as well. Father God, but I ask you, oh God, let it all be done for the uplifting and edifying of your kingdom. And Father God, as we give to leave this place and never out of your sight, let the sweet communion of the Holy Ghost be with us now and forever. And let the whole church sing. Amen. Amen.